We Like Dota is brought to you by the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yod Raven, Ninja Skills, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beendog, Modster, Iceberg, Spangoon, Titus and Dormidon, Dank, Xinosin, Dolly Kauschef, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Peterson, Kruger, Javier La Play, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcap, That Charlie, Justin, Zach, Yanni, and Darkstorm Dola. We like Dola, episode 351. Starts now. We Like Dota, episode 351. My name is A2K, and I am joined by Sam. Hello. Hey, what's up? Sam, uh, you, you said you're going to do the intro today because you have an amazing story that you wanted <laughs> to share with all of our beautiful listeners. I have a Dota story. Um, a Dota story? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe a tale better not told. Um about my my horrors and nightmares in rd2l mini right now um all right first of all can you explain rd2l mini for me i don't really know what that is yeah so it's um like a sub sub tournament of rd2l um where they so a tournament for subs (laughs) yeah exactly that's that's why i'm that's why i'm here um (laughs) but they uh Basically, it's like a much shorter season. It's like only four weeks long, the regular season. And there's like a double elimination playoffs. There's like a slightly different draft. It's like a uh, an auction draft. So uh, captains will put up a player for auction and then you'll bid on them with like your allotted uh, oh, resources, like currency or whatever. But Were you a high bid? Did, uh, you, did, you have to, did your captain have to pay a lot of currency for you? I don't remember the exact number. It was like around 100. Which is like okay. It was like a round. I was a round three, um, auction. Interesting offer, I guess. Like All right. of, I guess you can draft popular guys. Yeah, I it was, it was interesting for sure. Um, because at the start of the day, uh, like maybe two days before the the, the auction, actually, I was asked to be a captain for that season. I wasn't signed up for the league. Um, mm. but was kind of doing it as a favor. I was like, okay, whatever. It's short enough. It's like during the month of August or I'm not actually that busy. Why not? But it was held on a Sunday night against my desires. The day where I wake up at 1.30 a.m. at oh, 9 no. o'clock. And so I, I had to stay up like all day. I was doing a bunch of things running around. And I fell asleep and didn't wake up in time. So... It, a you play. couldn't be a captain anymore. I, I couldn't be a captain a anymore. I missed, the, missed oh. the beginning of the draft, even though I woke up like 30 minutes after it started. Um, and so I was drafted by the person who became a captain uh, by the name of Love's Muffins. And oh, Jesus. There, there's we need, like like, lo- we need like some uh, some really menacing music when you say that name. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that organ that I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. All right, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it there. Don't worry. Um, but we in RD2L, 
this guy is kind of like an enigma. The last like two or three se- uh, teams he's been on have all kind of just imploded. Either he's <laughs> left or oh boy, the other team is other players have left or you name it. Um, he's a, like a divine one player. He's like not. He's like mechanically very skilled, but plays the game as if he's like actively griefing at all times. I feel like. <laughs> okay. Um, like in our scrim this week, where he just like picked last pick TA into their first pick Wyvern, which is a very interesting pick to me. Um, or how in the second game he picked Safe Lane Huskar with that <laughs> TA oh, okay. mid. Sure, sure. And then seems reasonable. Proceeded to come to my lane at eight minutes while he was level three or four as safe lane Huskar, and like while we are trying to actively push a tower, just like pull the lane back, and he's just like very toxic over comms and like dives the base and through our lead, and there's so many things. But the I sent you what is now known as the Baca Manifesto, where the the, the season of yes. RD2L that I won, his team like literally disbanded after the second week. Um, <laughs> I'm reading it right now. It's very funny. Yeah. So this has become a, a huge copy pasta and uh, one of one of the the major documents of uh, RD2L history. It looks like a very intense uh, court proceeding. Oh At yeah, least it reads like that. There's a, there's a a high court in in RD2L. They call it the mm. tribunal, if you will. Um, and now you're on a team with that guy. Now I'm on a team with that guy, so I'm sucking it up for three or four. At weeks. least it's only six weeks. So I have a question, right? I'm not like a big knower of RD2L, even though it's like probably the most popular amateur league in Dota. Mm. Yeah, I think that's pretty safe to say. Um. You mentioned that there's like a peer review process, right? There is a team review at the end of most seasons that captains usually do. So wouldn't this guy like just get absolutely terrible reviews and then nobody like he's not going to be a captain anymore? Or like how, how's that not happening? So I think A, nobody needs a team review to tell for them for them to know that Love's Muffins is is a little a little toxic. I think he might come out and say that um, outright. Okay. <laughs> um, or if you like, literally messaged in RD two on main, everybody would immediately like tell you. Um, he's considered like actively quitting lots of times. He's very vocal in the Discord. That's not that's mm. not the issue. Um, I think that maybe the bigger issue and one that is interesting to me um, in terms of like tournament and like league organization is that captains aren't really like susceptible to that right like you could be kind of be as toxic as you want as a captain oh so it's only <clears throat> one one way peer review process like only the captains rate their players but not the other way around typically i mean i there's That's nothing terrible. stopping players from reviewing their captains but usually captains review themselves sometimes players will write the review instead of their mm-hmm. captain like i did a while back for stars um i think they should change that yeah, I just think that in general, there's not really any barriers to becoming a captain in RD2L other than, like, uh, there's, like, an MMR uh, threshold of, like, Archon something. Mm. And I don't. you might need to be approved by an admin, but honestly, 
RD2L kind of strikes me as a a, a laissez-faire system, if you will. I know um, what that means. I learned <laughs> it in uni. Yeah, and and so they uh, they're generally not very restrictive of who gets in. And I I I, I won't tell stories and smear them here, but they're the people who have become captains have done some very interesting things in very public settings that got them banned on the spot. So, hmm, yeah, okay. there you go. All right. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's a good story. So maybe you can update us in one or two weeks on how your toxic, you and your toxic captain are performing in the mini league. Yep, I went too. So that's far. like your that's like your third simultaneous uh, amateur Dota league, right? Yeah, I mean, well, the one RD twelve main ended, like for me at least, okay, our run is okay. over, um, and then I'm playing in masters starting ne this week as well but i don't think there's anything else happening and then i mean i'm coaching but we okay. can talk Man, about you that have and... you have all this experience now maybe i should make you captain of our next wldl team so for me i mean if that meant i was drafting i'd be much happier with that okay no 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 no. i wanted to draft <laughs> all right uh let, let's get into the dota phoenix before we get into an argument here okay <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, getting into the donor feelings, where I ask my co-host Sam the question, and afterwards he asked me, obviously, Sam, how was the week in Dota, and how did it make you feel? My week in Dota was very slow. Um, I spent a lot of time waiting around for people to get on to play and then usually Me? falling asleep no i mean just in general like oh, my okay. schedule is just not lining up with uh prime dota playing hours so i'm missing stacks a lot um like waiting from like noon to like 3 p.m to play and stuff like that because i don't really want to play solo queue right now yeah um, solo queue isn't that much fun right now i don't know why yeah i'm just like a little out of practice i probably only have like i have less than 10 games this week mm. hmm. <laughs> That's not even projects. like that's not even like a small amount. I think. Yeah, I know we joke about this a lot, but it's like for your standards, obviously. Yeah, for my standards, and to like have something interesting to talk about, and especially when my my games are like two and six, like you know, what I mean? like I'm <laughs> whoops, I'm not doing that well, like oh, in my general. Yeah, I mean, I'm just playing whatever. I'm I'm like oftentimes I'm stacking with my. Uh, players for my for uh, the herald guardian crusader league so mm -hmm. i'll be playing in like assistive roles or like semi-coaching during the game so i'm not necessarily super focused um or i'm like trying to get a better understanding of some hero for like drafting drafting purposes or like better understanding of somebody how are, how are your students developing are you confident for the hg hgc league uh, do you we... think you have a good team going we just won our first scrim against Team Digital. Uh, nice, that was, nice. That was enjoyable. We had two stand-ins, and we've kind of had some issues. We had like a little bit of roster shuffles, um, and kind of still looking for an additional like sixth player to stand in if need be. Um, Is the, the Japanese mid player with high ping still playing? 
Uh, he's playing, but he had to miss the scrim because I think he ah, fell okay. asleep. <laughs> yeah. We like schedule our 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 prime Dota playing hours for that team, and like the one we can all agree on is like Sunday mornings from like ten to twelve Eastern time in the U.S. Yeah, which that's means the transatlantic prime time, the weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. On a, it's on it's like you know four p.m. in the EU. It's like eleven p.m. in Japan, which is passable. You know. We make yeah. it work. That's <laughs> that's maybe the only um, only slot that we'll be playing in all season. So hopefully other teams like it too. Hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just been a nightmare kind of scheduling. And we had like, I was waiting for an hour and a half for our scrim to start. Because <laughs> we had some scheduling issues and finding stand-ins. And... So it's mostly just been a lot of waiting this week. All right. What any, about you? any notable games or um i mean i think we usually played together but i yeah i guess we've just kind of been like owning i like like again i've been focused on like my players a lot so i've been playing a lot with darkstorm and getting his like carry up to snow yeah. um it's like interesting to see what happens at lower mmrs sometimes like a lot of a lot of like smurfs that think they're really good and like all chatting all the time um people just griefing each other's farm constantly like hey we have a terror blade i'll pick offlane magnus and like go take the triangle for the first 20 minutes yeah <laughs> like, offlane players yeah i mean just yeah, casual I mean, things but you're right though i feel like most of our stack games this week have been pretty easy pretty favorable matchmaking i feel like uh yeah, my week in Dota, it was pretty good. Uh, I had a lot of fun this week. Last week was, like, kind of mad, but this week I had a couple, like, games where I felt like I was the standout player. I did a PL mid-game uh, that went really, really, really well. I went 11-0 and and 13 assists uh, against a faceless Void, no, uh, no less. Ursula was like, no, you can't pick PL here, but I did it anyway, and I owned. And after that, I was on a little bit of a quest. Um, a quest to win a Huskar game because of my cavern. My cavern told me to do that. Uh, I took three tries to actually win a Huskar game, which I was pretty embarrassed by because I'm a gold tier Huskar player. Um, so my theory to you know uh, deflect blame from me being a bad player is that Huskar's kind of bad right now. Uh, I agree. Because when I was playing, like I had two points in my passive at level four and it gave me like 10 region or something when I was like almost dead. It felt really underwhelming in the early game. Like, I feel like if you want good region on Haskar these days, you need to be very high level. And it's just, like, not there in the early game. Were you playing safe or mid lane? Mid lane, obviously. Who plays safe lane Haskar? Let's be real, dude. Uh, And then the other game I want to get into is the one we literally just played before recording this. It was a five-stack game against the other five-stack game. Very, very intense game. It was very close up until the end. I did a mid-silencer because I think last week or something, I don't know what I played, but I remember a mid-silencer kind of owning me really hard. Not in lane, but he got a lot of kills in the game. So I tried it, and it was very, very good, actually. I played against Wind Ranger, who kind of is very good against silencer, but... It didn't even matter because glaives are so strong i made sure to cue him before i trade with him so like if he wants to dodge my glaives with wind run he has to take more damage from my q uh yeah very enjoyable and you know stealing intelligence obviously very fun especially once you have the level 15 town uh yeah that game sam i mean you know this but you can still act surprised 
I did 85k hero damage uh, on my 24 kills. I think that's pretty <sighs> impressive on like a non-Zeus hero. Well, right? you did a lot of damage on a hero that only does damage and lots of no that's not true dude silencer does other things than damage and he's not like a super high damage hero i think that's no i think it's only because you typically see this hero on a support role that you think that because all of his spells are some of like the most ridiculous like on paper like singular abilities that you could have like if like i think if you broke silencer's kit down and put it on different heroes like, those spells would be really broken. Right, I guess Silencer did 85k hero damage. I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely nothing. I mean, I, I just feel... I feel... There were a lot of people who had to die for you to do that damage. Because it just yes. comes out so I slowly. I let my team die for me. Yes. Exactly and, I mean, what you want to do. Silencer, like, because of the new W, where, like, he actually steals in actively as well uh, with the glaives, uh, he needs some time to, like, ramp up his damage. So I had to play a bit passively at the start of fights. Um, yeah. Which was hard, because I was getting... I, I feel like even before this Dusa, in the late game, I was the enemy team's top priority, just because I had so much int. Yeah. I mean, I was playing Visage and kind of playing the only, like, initiation and... Like, yeah. shit hero on our team other than Pudge, which... I mean, our Pudge was, no offense, he, like, he was only really useful once he had Blink Dagger, because he could blink and didn't have to rely on Hook. Yeah. <laughs> Slight flame. Yeah, no flame. <laughs> but, I mean, we didn't say who was playing the Pudge, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But but they had a they had an Alchemist, who even though I, I feel like I, I did very well against in lane, uh, surprisingly, playing this. Yeah, he got very farmed. Uh, yeah, we just didn't have any way to go do it. And, like, when was that? At, like, minute 25, the Alchemist had a timing that, like, almost made us lose that game just because the timing was so strong. Oh, yeah, it was S&Y, Blink, Radiance, AC at minute 27. Then they won a teamfight, and then they got ages. I I thought, like, the game was over at that point, but thankfully, our high one was very good. Yeah, we had a lot of, like, little mini stuns and annoying things. True, true. Uh, Yeah, fun game. Uh... I think that was about it for my week in Dota. Anything else notable here? The only, the only other game I see on here is like a, a game where you play. Oh my god, we have to talk about this. Your huh? safely Nyx game. Oh! <laughs> With my, my Enchantress. Oh, thank you. All right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. forgot Let's about, about that one. That this was amazing. Trash. Tra- no, I wasn't safe lane. I was mid. Oh, you were mid? I was Nyx? mid. Yes, I was mid. You tried I to think you had safe lane Monkey King. I don't. I, I was, don't remember. But I was definitely mid. That I game. feel like you've tried to push safe lane Nyx onto me recently. This is uh, definitely I not a at some point. It was very fun. The mid Nyx, like it was only like mid Nyx. I think I've tried a couple times, and if you don't get like three kills early, it's just the worst thing in the world. But if you get three kills or four early, then it can be quite good. So without uh, looking, and they but, didn't buy any vision, also, which was very nice. Yeah, wait, don't don't look at the net worths of this game. I'll yes, read yes. I'll read the heroes out to you, and you tell me what like I'll I'm not even gonna tell you the positions actually. I might give it away too much. I'll you tell me what you think the order of net worth should be. Okay. Okay. Yes. Nyx Assassin, Enchantress, Kunkka, Nature's Prophet, Monkey King. How long is this game? Because those heroes have different farm levels at different timings. 
46 minutes. 46 minutes. At 46 minutes, I think it's probably Nature's Prophet, Monkey King, Kunka, Nyx, Enchantress. All right. You were kind of close. It was Nature's Prophet, Kunka, Monkey King, Nyx Assassin, Enchantress. And the bottom three are nowhere really close to anybody mm-hmm. I else. Mean, it, it depends on like uh, which position people are playing as well. I'm pretty sure this Monkey King... He... Was this a safe lane Kunkka? You know what? This this I think was safe lane Kunkka, off lane Monkey King. And I think was Ford, it? Nature's Prophet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Perhaps. Because <laughs> this I remember this Nature's Prophet just like disregarding the farm priority at some point. <laughs> that <laughs> is like, true. Turning I mean, himself did, into a core. He did not support and he bought, I think, one or two wards, but then he just went full carry with his build. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was playing like literally pause seven inch and still going like Hurricane yeah. Pike. Uh, Prophet bought six wards and five uh, sentries. Decent, yeah, probably probably to jungle from a, a hill somewhere, you know. Yeah, that was a fun game. Mitnix, I would recommend. I didn't even go Dagon. I just went Meteor Hammer, Axe, and Octarine. It was very cool. But yeah, it was like a disgustingly good Nyx game. I was against Kanka and Odi and Wraith King and Witch Doctor. Like, the I, only guy who was good against me was Slada. I remember distinctly Ursi flaming me for saying, why are you maxing Mana Burn? But I feel very justified in, no, uh, in that so criticism. Wrong, you are Be- so wrong. Mana no. Burn, if you're doing a core Nyx, you're maxing Mana Burn. Dude. It scaled so well. Dude, how... Can you tell me this when you look at a 46-minute game and you have 15k net worth with 14 kills? I mean, it's about if the you impact. Did not, if, you, if you did not, if you did not run over this game, you would be literally useless. Yes, but I mean that's mid nicks. Like if you don't run over the game, you but lost you can, anyway. But you can run over the game with impale just as easily as you can with mana burn, especially no, going for the to farm as well. Can I just lay out my arguments here in a you know rational manner? Mana sure. burn, mana burn. The cooldown scales from twenty eight seconds I know to four seconds. Yeah, the know. intelligence multiplier three point five, scaling up to five, and the mana cost stays static. Which is, I think, even the biggest reason why you should max this ASAP. Because the mana cost stays static. It's such insanely efficient damage at level 4. It's actually nuts. I, I, it may have just been because you're playing against an OD who f- refreshes his mana pool. And a Pugna. And I guess a Pugna. Yeah, that was actually good. Because on Nyx, like, if you mana burn too much, people just don't have mana anymore in lane. And they don't take damage from your W. But this OD, he just kept you know getting more mana. Yeah, I'm still gonna max impale on every single Nyx. Yeah, but you support. I'm a core dude. It's it's different use cases. Yeah, the 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 virgin support versus the Chad core. All right, that's a pretty mean thing to say. I'm I'm kind of hurt by that. No, I'm not. All right, Did next. You call the Chad. I thought you were. Uh, oh wait, I'm the Chad. I thought male. you called me I the said, virgin. No, I said the virgin support versus All right, I'm the, the Chad. I mean, I can live with that. I don't subscribe to. Uh, I don't such subscribe a to any of this. Narrow-minded view of people, honestly. I think it's kind of <laughs> toxic that you bring this up. I think you're the only Sam, person Sam. in my life who has referenced. You have like, a platform, <laughs> and you have letter a, mails. You have a platform and you have the responsibility to uh, not influence people in a bad way. And you're not living up to that responsibility <laughs> right now. 
I'm being gaslit on this podcast. I think this is very toxic, what you're doing right now. Gaslit. I, uh, next segment, Drop I mean, us. it's kind of a nothing burger, but I guess we'll get into the news. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. All right. Getting into the Dota news, uh, kind of nothing happened this week. Uh for example, there's been no tournaments uh, between now and TI. There's going to be some tournaments. It's not going to be a completely dry two or three months. Uh, there's going to be an ESL tournament and a BGS tournament, I believe. Uh, but the one, I guess, noteworthy thing that happened this week is Evil Geniuses getting sponsored by English Premier League team, the Wolverhampton Wolves. Uh what was your, from a non-football fan perspective, uh, what was your perspective on this thing? I, I was convinced that they did this only because the logo would look really cool with, like, that, like, live evil thing. It does look really cool. Like, I that's the say. only thing I thought about this whole deal was, like, damn, that's cool. Never happened in America, though. Wish it would. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, like, why is yeah. there no NFL team that's like signing up for this? That's sponsoring an email team. I mean, there was this one basketball player, I believe. Who, well, well, oh, well, yes. Who like owned an esports team for a yeah, while, but I think at BGJ the Storm season. and Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy yeah, Lin. yeah. Jeremy Lin. Yeah, yeah. He was a basketball player, right? S- still, was? Yes, he still is. No, one? I don't think is. I don't think is. I think yeah, he's too yeah, old I now. But like, as of a couple he, of years he ago, terrible. he was like a veteran right. journeyman. So yeah, uh, EG, they're sponsored by Wolverhampton Wolves. I think one thing that was, I think it was a bit funny, the contrast between uh, PSG, LGD, they got uh, Paris uh, Saint-Germain, which is like a top five club in Europe. And I mean, not to flame EG, but Wolverhampton Wolves, it's not even, I don't even think it's top five in England. Maybe it's top five in England, actually, but like barely top five in England. Um, It's like not a super noteworthy team, I'll say but obviously still, you know, it gives a lot of legitimacy to the team because it's a Premier League team after all. It's just embarrassing. An American team sponsored by a bunch of by a bunch of uh, European communists playing soccer. <laughs> I mean, this is how EU will stay relevant in Dota, right? Like, we don't, we can't really compete at tournaments anymore, so we just sponsor the good teams. So we can joke about like EU doing well at tournaments with PSG and this now EG. Is, this is just like the saddest advertisement of all time. They're like, maybe we'll can like the Wolverhampton Wolves are just sitting there convinced, like convinced that they're going to like somehow get some American viewers to like watch trash tier football or whatever they want to call it oh like, okay i hope we don't have any british football fans listening <laughs> to this well i'm just saying like 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 how sad is it that you have to go to america for fans of the the game that they're very clearly not big fans of i mean i think this is like a mutually beneficial arrangement honestly like the Wolverhampton Wolves, they're probably struggling with getting young people in and evil geniuses, they like money. And the Wolverhampton Wolves, they probably have money. But this so, is... You know. I, I just don't understand if this is an admission that, like, the NA support and, like, fan base 
doesn't really exist and like eg's like just truly like a team half built from european players anyway and like therefore only rel like like relevant in Europe because they're a good Dota team. Like it's I mean, maybe it has nothing to do about America. They're just like maybe there's some EG fans that are in Europe. Like I like where is the angle on this? That's assuming that they had like a lot of offers from like traditional sports teams, which I don't think was the case. No, I guess that I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's weird from EG's perspective. I'm saying it's like of course oh. EG go get that bag. The Wolves. Yeah. What like what are you thinking? Like what like what are you like what is this weird like American fan base going to do? I don't like that's that's all I'm saying is that I it's mean, just a weird deal. To I me. think it didn't make EG's, any sense to me. EG's fan base it's probably not entirely American and yeah that's getting what I'm getting into esports it's a pretty popular thing uh, to do for traditional sports teams right now. Like uh, obviously PSG LGD doing that. Schalke 04 is a very popular German club who bought a franchise slot and like they didn't even sponsor somebody they just had their own team in the league of legends european championship for a while uh, they now sold the slot because they didn't have any money left because their football team did way worse than the esports team uh but yeah i think it's a, like pretty popular thing these days it's definitely a good investment i feel like for the wolverhampton wolves like i don't think anybody who's a wolverhampton wolves fan i mean maybe like two people all right but like not a like relevant subset of people who are Wolverhampton Wolves fans will go watch EG games. Like I don't, I, I just don't see that happening. But the other way around, maybe, maybe a couple like young EG fans who are also into football. I could, yeah, I could maybe see that happening. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's the point of it, right? But it's just like a a desperate move, in my opinion. A desperate move. I mean, I, I maybe we should have researched this, but I don't know how well the Wolverhampton Wolves are doing right now in the Premier League. I couldn't tell you three yeah, teams but, you know, from get the Premier that League. Back, I could probably name three. Yeah, I'm fairly confident I could name three. But I'm not going to do it in order to not embarrass myself in case I'm wrong. Or me, more importantly. No, no, you can't be embarrassed. You, you don't have obligation to like know stuff about football. I probably should, but should you? Yeah, I've like been to Europe. That's a that's a good enough. I've like lived. I, I've like seen people. I was. I mean, I was like living in Oviedo, Spain, for like a week or two, and like there's like some tier two soccer club or football club or whatever right there, and I was living like like a quarter mile from the stadium and just seeing like thousands of people marching through the streets before and after the games was cool. Yeah, but I mean, didn't even learn the name of the team. So it's better than baseball, invested. that's for sure. Like, I'm not a huge football fan. I think it's kind of boring most of the time, but it's definitely more exciting than baseball. Sorry to all the baseball fans out here. I mean, but... baseball is like hype for about like 20 seconds of the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm like usually. I mean, football isn't much better, but I'd say it's like 10 minutes probably of a football game. It's gonna be like hype. I would say that there's like two football matches I've ever seen that were like I could call hype and usually football matches end up being like me being like excited for like the half a second the ball is in the air after leaving like a striker's foot and like <laughs> hitting the back of the net yeah yeah for sure <laughs> you I know mean, I think football is definitely carried by its stakes a lot of the time 
like what makes it exciting is the stakes and the implications of the match not really the match itself well, that's like all competition and it's just because i guess uh the world cup specifically is very popular right yeah yeah it's and very people popular. feel invested in all right enough uh philosophizing is that how you say it uh i don't think so uh philosophizing I guess something else that uh, we can get into. Last week, I predicted the patch in the next two weeks. So far, no patch yet. The cre- like I, f- I, I need to find a way uh, to make a statement now, I feel like, where if the patch comes, I can be like, haha, I told you so. But if it doesn't come, I don't want to be too embarrassed. Mm. But I'm not sure if, uh, if there's a way. So I guess I'll just double down and say... For sure, there will be a patch this week. There is no other way, Sam. It just doesn't make sense. There will be a patch this week. It's, this is the, uh, <laughs> the uncut gems moment. Yes, I'm manifesting uh, a patch. <laughs> <laughs> You're manifesting. <laughs> My manifestations said... this week. Exactly. A patch, most importantly, and... I am wealthy, I am healthy, I am rich, <laughs> I'm still that bitch. Alright, yes, yes, I'm manifesting a pet. It will come. Uh, cool. Something that may or may not be present in our current timeline, so it might come and it might not come, does that make sense? Is Weaver, uh, our hero of the week. Schrodinger's bug. You're tougher than Axe thought! Come along! Time. Have a cookie. Meepo. More meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. All right. Hero of the week. We- Does he have a name? Does he have a like first name or is he just called Weaver? Isn't like that? He's like the Time Weaver, right? Yeah. All right. Time Weaver the Weaver. That's what we'll call him. Uh, Sam, how about... Oh, wait, I'll do a, you know, introduction, and then you can take us through the abilities. How about that? Uh, Weaver is a ranged agility hero with very, very good stat gain, actually. Uh, 2.0 strength gain, 3.1 agility gain, 2.0 intelligence gain. That's very good, actually. Uh, And some trash starting stats. Yeah, trash starting stats. 520 starting health, 315 starting mana. Not a lot of like starting attributes. But you know, he's a ranged speed. hero, so he'll mostly be fine. Yeah, 275 movement speed. N- below average attack range for a ranged hero. Like somewhere in between Luna and Drow Ranger. That's where his attack range falls. Uh, and yeah, he's a carry escape. That's his only two classifications. Kind of similar to Slug, actually. Uh, but he's pretty versatile. So I guess why he can't, you know, fall into neat little categories. Uh, all right, yeah, Sam, take us through his abilities. Sure. So his uh, Q is the swarm. So Weaver launches a swarm of 12 young Weavers that latch on any enemy unit in their path, attacking and reducing armor until it is killed. Um this is like a pretty wide spell. I don't, I don't. There's no yes. AOE listed here, um, but it's like, like similar to the Ag's Gush from Tidehunter. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. Um, and it deals. Uh, the the Weaver bugs deal 18 scaling through 24 attack damage. Attack with increasing frequency, 1.15 seconds uh, attack per second to 0.7. Um, 
it's like the base attack time i guess um this is a count of 12 of them total so that's how many people you can hit hit with it yeah um it, you reduce one armor per attack the bugs deal um they last for 16 seconds and you t- it requires eight attacks from like a, a tower or a creep to kill and i think only mm-hmm. four from a yeah from a hero exactly heroes count yeah. as four um something i would mention about massively. this this two yeah cool down 44 seconds scaling down to 20 seconds uh Still, most people only put a value point in. But anyway, something I wanted to mention about this uh, 12 bucks in this wave, because I know a common misconception is because the visual effect, right? It's just like a wave of bugs that moves, right? And if he, if the wave of bugs uh, latches on somebody, some bugs will be missing afterwards for the rest of uh, the wave travels. That does, make, does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, but that's a purely visual effect. So even if people are like in a straight line, even though there's like technically no bugs left that can latch in the wave, as long as it's less than 12 people, everybody would get, will get hit by the bugs. Just, you know, wanted to get that in. And then because the shard is connected to this, we can also mention the shard. Uh, it reduces the cooldown by four to a total of 16 seconds. And it causes the swarm to latch onto and reveal invisible units, which is very strong for scouting and stuff. And that's probably the biggest part of the shard. Geminate attack, which is just normal weaver attacks, uh, will launch on every enemy within 1,200 units that have bugs on them. And I'm not sure how often, I will test it right now, but I'm not sure how often these attacks fly. It's every time you attack with Gemini attack is what they're saying. So the the, oh, the passive true, of Weaver yeah. when that goes off, that's Man, when I actually had like a serious misconception about how yeah. I thought this shot works. I thought it like automatically launches attacks on this. Nope. And that's why I was uh ready to hop in. <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. All right. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's still decent, but that's much worse than I thought it was actually. I mean it's pretty good but i'm pretty sure that you only get the second one or like the third one when you get the talent like you don't get the yeah, first attack so it's, you don't you don't it's very minimal yes um so weaver's w most probably one of the most important uh yeah i would i would call it the most important spell like this is Definitely one of known for you can always uh like notice def- game defining spells by if they're very popular in ability draft and if this spell is an ability draft, it will be first picked. Yeah, like it's so. So Shikuchi uh, deals one. It's it makes Weaver uh, turn invisible. Uh, he gains max movement speed and he deals damage to anybody that he passes through or touches. Um, so the damage is a hundred, scaling through one seventy five, radius of like one seventy five. It's very very close to to your hero. Uh, yeah. Fade time is 0.25, one of the shortest in the game, and it lasts for four seconds. The cooldown scales from 12 to 6, so this is very spammable, and it has a uh-huh. mana cost of 70. Two-thirds so. uptime invisibility. So Who would have thought? I would have... Yeah, <laughs> good one. Uh, I think this is probably one of the most unique types of invisibility in the game, because most other types are either permanent or very long duration, like Ghost Walk or Bounty. But this is like short bursts of invisibility that you can use to quickly reposition but probably not to like sneak up on somebody or shadow them for a long time uh, 
But because Weaver is generally very squishy, he really needs this spell. Without the spell, Weaver just like the concept just wouldn't work, I think. Yeah, it's pretty broken. It's a it's a good concept. It's why I this is like one of the first two heroes I ever played and like played more than like a game of in yeah. my career. It's definitely good. Like yeah, very good. Makes you slippery, good against uh, heroes that have either a limited amount of burst or heroes that have very high damage that you can just run away from. Yeah. Um, Weaver's passive and E is a geminate attack. It allows Weaver to dispatch two attacks at once. Um, The attack damage uh, is increased by 10, scaling to 55 on the second hit, and uh, the cooldown goes from 9 to 3. Yes, this is, I mean, this is just a ranged Echo Saber on a, without the effect on a low cooldown. I think that's pretty much it. The attack releases uh, point two, like a quarter second after the, the first one, and yeah. it doesn't have a range limit. So as long as you get the first attack out, um, the second attack will always like. Yeah, fire. that's notable. It's very good for, for example, CSing a ranged creep uh, at a level where the enemy can't deny it. Yeah. That's why I really like to use it. Uh, yeah, good spell. Uh, I mean, it's pretty... It's not boring. It's fun to use, but it's not very, like, flashy. It's pretty easily understandable. Yeah. And this also means, I guess, the big implication of this spell is that uh, damage, just raw damage, scales way better on Weaver than attack speed because you're getting a lot of hits out anyway. Yeah, free attacks. Yeah, free attacks. Um, and so Weaver's ultimate is time lapse. So Weaver warps backward to whatever position he, he it was in five seconds earlier, regaining the HP and mana from that time. No effect on cooldown, gold, or experience. So you literally just the the exact place you were five seconds prior. You are now there after casting the spell, and you have that HP and mana. So doesn't matter what that- your mana was. Like, yeah, I'm not sure if this is a hot take, but this is probably like one of the top three coolest spells in Dota. This is such a cool concept. Yeah. It's really it, cool. And it uh, has a lot of really weird uses, like yeah. the, the infamous buyback time lapse. Exactly. But that can also bite you in the ass, because if you are if you were four seconds... So the way the buyback time lapse works, I guess we should uh, explain that. This, uh, these four seconds, oh, five seconds, sorry, because it goes where you were five seconds earlier, it only counts when you're alive. So, for example, when you're dead from ages or, you know, you're dead dead, um, it will not count that time as you being present, I guess. So, if you die and then you buy back, you can time lapse and be where you died, basically. Yeah. Uh, people what? like to do that, but what can happen is that you, like, go back to where you were, but you'd suddenly like 200 HP. And you don't have ulti, obviously. Yeah, and I think the the thing I'm a little bit confused about with the buyback situation is, if that's true, like it only counts the time that you're alive for the ult, does that yeah. mean you can like wait 30 seconds, buy back an ult? Yes. That's nutty. I've never actually thought about that. I'm doing that to cut waves. Uh, could be good, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it sounds Like, it sounds dumb... But I like, mean, if you carry Weaver, you probably don't want to buy back to cut waves, unless you're like you're literally gonna lose if you don't do it. That's what I'm saying. I think oftentimes people like buy back to fight, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna like go like take a fight on their wave, and if I lose it, 
buy like you know what i mean like after they push down the lane just like buy back and cut the, the next two waves and tp back home and they can't sure. really i mean more power to you if you want to do that not sure if that's the ideal strategy but it is a strategy which is better than what most people have in dota <laughs> yeah uh, cool you want to get into the strategy or oh, let's do talents first actually yeah so at 10 this hero gets the choice between 0.2 swarm Warmer, swarm, swarm armor Ormer. reduction, Ormer swarm armor, swarm armor reduction, um, and plus six and, and plus sixty Sukuchi damage. This is like one of the hardest to pronounce uh, ability here in the <laughs> game. Um, I like the Sukuchi yeah. damage more. Yeah, it's the farm one. I like the fight one. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. That's that's just you and me, though. Yeah, I think that that like Weaver has some of the more boring talents in the game, in my opinion. Like the yeah, year's base kit is so good. He used to have a very fun one, but they took it out sadly. True. Um, so at fifteen, you get the choice between plus twelve strength and plus twenty mana break. I always choose the strength. There's very rarely a game where, I, where I find. That I need the mana break. I know I'm crazy. I, don't I always take the mana break. The mana break is so good, in my opinion. Especially right, because the fusion on Weaver is like pretty good. Next and time you, can you, that. you die playing with this hero in my game, I'm going to ping your, yeah. uh, your my talent. talent. Okay, sure, sure. I will Just give so you know. permission. Um, at 20, you get plus three swarm attacks to kill and plus 35 damage options all right those plus three uh, just a disclaimer here that's plus three creeps at creep attacks so it's like hero attacks which is mostly going to be the case it's only plus one swarm attack basically is it plus one or one and a half <sighs> one and a half but i guess it gets rounded down wait okay so i know hero attacks on swarm they count as three Okay, so then it's just two. Yeah, or, yeah. Or one, I mean. One, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so then... It's only one, Sally. So you only need three attacks to destroy for the base swarm. Mm-hmm. Correct? And it's four with that. that yes. That saying? No! Oh, you know why? Oh, this is actually interesting. Uh, because the swarm, it has 11 creeps attacks to destroy. Right, so you need four normal attacks, but kind of the the last. If the last one is a hero attack, it's overkill. So these three, oh no, they take it to fourteen, not fifteen. Never mind, I'm wrong. I have no idea. This if it was plus confusing. four, it would be plus two hero attacks, but it's only plus three. So uh, yeah, it's plus one hero attack. Very confusing. Yes. And you know what? Um, yeah, this isn't actually like the tooltip for this is so unhelpful i'm yeah. pretty sure that this just takes a lot it takes a lot of attacks that's all you need to know folks that's all <laughs> um but yeah at level 25 we'll just go to that because that's less, less what is this tooltip saying it says beetles are spell immune but can be killed in eight attacks from a hero yeah, I was reading that that's and I was not, like, that's there's no true. way that's right. I mean, correct. I guess it counts, like, if a hero attacks it, it counts as, like, it would only have eight creep attacks. So it's. Man, this is super confusing, dude. 
I'm just gonna move on. Yeah, let's move on. This is a, this is an ability you hit that these has not been touched in a very long time. You I, hit I these, they die. That's all you need to know. <laughs> they're like ghosts. They're like the phantoms embrace from Grimstroke, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. So at 25, you get the option between plus one Gemini attack and two Sakuchi charges, which is new. It used to be like a Plus, plus 200 Chukuchi movement speed. That talent was so fun. I'm so upset they took that out, dude. You were so fast. You were like 750 movement speed, just zooming around. Oh, Ice Frog hates fast fun. heroes. Yes, he hates fun. Yeah. Uh, this one's Which a one tough one. Yeah. I don't think the two Chukuchi charges are that useful, honestly. But plus one Geminate attack is kind of really good, especially if, if you have the shot. What's what's interesting about the Shikuchi charges, right, is that when you first use the spell, it goes on cooldown. So you can go four seconds, use the second charge, four seconds. Your first charge is back up after two seconds of yeah. like of being in your first one, um, and you can immediately use it. And then after that third charge, the second charge should be coming up like very shortly if not mm -hmm. already up depending on like your cooldown reduction and stuff yeah so you can potentially do like four shikuchis back to back to back to back um yes but how useful is that i want to do other things than be invisible sometimes as we yes are. that's true and that's why i think the charges are actually useful is that you have to leave it invisibility in order to attack and so this allows you to in fights move attack move attack and like reposition constantly that's definitely a good point with, without actually making yourself that vulnerable because in my like i'll call it like usual flow of the game when i do play a decent amount of weaver i really unless it's super necessary i try not to attack like immediately when i use chukuchi because then you're just like out in the open as a squishy hero for like mm -hmm. six or five seconds which you generally want to avoid like the and usual rhythm that you want to do is like Four seconds Sukuchi, two seconds attacking, and then Shukuchi again. This is also like notoriously maybe the most popular hero to not buy boots on. Yeah, for and sure. especially as a now result, that we have like Falcon Blade the... and stuff. Yeah, and you need the movement speed from Sukuchi in order to live. So two charges is probably pretty good. Like yes. I think pros will utilize this to great effect they would they would but i mean both are very good talents i'd say you know the geminate attacks it works on the shot which makes the shot very good true and you're gonna probably have the shot at that point that's true and and weavers love to build like daedalus and divine and, yeah, yeah like we one shot people damage. so the plus one geminate attack gives you like it makes the like what 20 or 25 percent crit of daedalus into like a 50 60 percent yeah. Cool. Uh, let's get into builds. How do you build this hero? Um, I mean, there are some like offshoot position for weavers to like buy urn and then go eggs and stuff like that. But I think we'll mainly focus on the standard carry weaver. It's kind of a static hero, I'll say. Like you won't see offlane or mid hero mid weavers most of the time. Um, That's very interesting. I was actually just talking with and like maybe me listening to someone talk about how. Weaver's a hero that loves to be played from the off lane, even as a carry. Um, and I oh yeah, I mean, uh, sure, you can like lane him in the off lane, 
I definitely see a reason for that because of how the towers are positioned, but you're still like gonna have the farm priority of a carry, right? Yeah, that's I mean, I used to run a lot of four and offlane weaver. Yeah. That I was mean, like a very specific thing around the eggs, but Yeah, you can you can go the eggs build. Uh okay, let, let, let's focus on the you know cookie cutter carry here though. Uh you can go boots if you want to. Um I, at this stage, I wouldn't recommend going treads anymore. Just leave it at brown boots. Uh, after brown boots, you definitely want a falcon blade. Like, because you Shukuchi so much and you don't have a lot of mana, Weaver to like farm efficiently. Um, I always say, right, there's two ingredients that goes into uh, being fast, uh, being a fast farmer. One is mobility, and one is clearing camps fast. Weaver has the clearing camps fast uh, thing down. And he has built-in mobility. So all you need is mana to sustain that mobility. So that's why you buy Falcon Blade. And that's why you used to go like first item Lincoln Sphere on Weaver, which isn't that popular anymore to do. Uh, so yeah, Falcon Blade, definitely you love the damage, the health, and the mana region. After that, you get a Magic Wand and then a Maelstrom. Uh, for the same reason that damage is more efficient than... Uh, attack speed on Weaver, Maelstrom is really good because Geminate attack can proc uh, the Maelstrom Chain Lightning, which means you just farm super, super quickly with this. Uh, after that, people go S and Y, and then you can kind of deviate. But I would say those three are like the items that you will buy in most games on Carry Weaver. Would you agree with that? Or do you have like any pocket builds, I'll say? I think that Weaver's kind of one of these heroes that loves a lot of items. And, like, there's yeah, so Andrew many Farm different Farm. ways you can build him. He's yeah, a hero because... that can get a lot of items as well. Yeah. And I think that the build has not been figured out. Because some of the items you mentioned were really good on previous iterations of Weaver, where the Shikuchi's been changed a few times. But I don't know if they're necessarily what the hero wants right now. Like, an item for, like, I mean, boots, boots are clear. Like, boots do not help Weaver unless he is out of Sakuchi. Yeah. And oftentimes, you don't want to be doing things when you're out of Sakuchi. Yeah, you, you don't want to move. You, so, you know, why buy boots? Um, my argument extends to Yasha to some degree. Like, it's a percentage movement speed increase. Weaver does not care. That's, He's at max uh, movement or speed. Or it also does other useful things. That's true. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dismissing it for that fact, but... It's, uh. I mean, you're I true. You that... know, Dodo operates on. You have a good point. Dodo operates on tight margins, and, you know, not getting value out of that movement speed might be, like, the thing that breaks the item. Like, makes mm -hmm. it not worth for Weaver. And, and there's a lot of builds or, like, inefficient designed builds on Weaver sometimes. This is a hero where you commonly see my least favorite build Deso Maelstrom or Maelstrom uh... Deso. Disgusting. Disgusting stuff right there. Yeah, you, um, you just die too quickly. I like Maelstrom, though. I think Maelstrom is really good in this room. See, I... I may have been converted. I'm, I, I've uh, I've seen the ways of farming with the Swarm in some, like, pro-level games. And I think that you can go Deso and just kill people. I mean, yeah, you can definitely go Deso. I think you can go Deso or Maelstrom because either make you farm pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, this hero farm is fast no matter what, but, like, the, the taking stacks, like, with the swarm is really sick. Yeah, that is pretty good. Until, um, until recently. 
Would you say that you need uh, BKB in every game on Weaver? I think if you're serious, probably, because if you have a BKB, you're like, unless you choke really hard, or the team has like insane lockdown, like a Doom or something, it's very hard to kill a Weaver with BKB. Because he will always, almost always either get BKB off, and that will enable him to always get time lapse off, and then just run away. Yeah, I, I'm in like kind of the void camp with this hero. Like, it feels really bad to build BKB on void sometimes because it's yeah. like, well, if I'm like playing the game appropriately, why, like, why would I need this item, right? And like especially void right now you see it a lot where people just tank up like all they do is tank up and it makes it like impossible for you to like fight into this hero and weaver is kind of similar where like if you don't kill him 100 to zero he just gets he's to gonna, reset yeah he's gonna destroy your team with all his kit right it's kind of like a kind of like a terror blade but terror blade has to like commit his thing up front uh Void has to commit his thing in the middle. Weaver has to commit his thing at the end. Right? Yeah, like that's true. Like the, that's the, the windows. Um, so I, I, mean, I, I prefer to just tank up or get preventative items. Like I'm I'll definitely have my team get Lotus or get a Lincoln's or something. I'm definitely in your camp. You know, you know me. I hate buying BKB on on Weaver. Like that's why I like building just Scotty after SNY because it means that if I'm an if I'm having a good game anyway I can most often get away with not buying a BKB yeah this is also this is I think the hero or one of the most aggressive carry heroes where if you are not making aggressive moves on the map your hero is pretty useless like have you ever tried to like hold high ground like holding high ground is weaver it can happen but it like feels really uncomfortable it's not what the hero wants to do. I would yeah, say, because you want to get into the back lines. And mm. if you're going into the back lines while holding high ground, then you're giving up your advantage. Exactly. So he likes to be, he likes to run around. He likes to be like a nuisance. He likes to be hard to catch. Um, he like has like kind of his own vision spell. Like he excels around the Roche pit. Mm. Um, and he likes to stay ahead. Like if Weaver's behind in items, like it's kind of... Like a, yeah, I, I guess I'll say that if you're really behind, your damage is kind of underwhelming. Yeah, that's why I think this. I think most of the times I play this hero, I often times don't find the room for a BKB because if I if I deviate from damage items, sometimes it feels like I'm not going to get kills. And maybe if I had a BKB, I'd be like more effective in those fights. But it's got to be like some intense lockdown. That's going to be my excuse next time. Like people flame me for not buying BKB, dude. I just don't have room. I couldn't fit it in. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking against like some, like you want to scale against a TA or a Medusa, right? Like that, yeah. like that. These are like some heroes you might see if, if you like kind of early pick a Weaver or like, you know, people try to pick the, into the Medusa because it has a mana break talent. Like, those are some things you got to consider is like can you actually kill these heroes like yeah with, i mean with the with, with like the natural items you want to go like sometimes i think sometimes when when carries build bkb they don't think about like they like it feels like they didn't think about the enemy teams like comparison um like uh damage wise and like actually how they killed them if they have this item I don't yeah know.
Um, I mean, to kind of put a wrap on this discussion, the BKB discussion, I will say that Weaver, he's a hero that excels at long and drawn out fights. So even if he has a BKB, he will not have it like for most of the fight where he's relevant. So it feels really good if you, you know, can get away without buying a BKB. But sometimes because you have these defensive spells that you need to get off, especially your ulti, sometimes you just need a BKB to ensure you get those spells off. Yeah, and I mean, my I think my thing and like my my last take on it is, oftentimes if you are able to get the BK off, BKB off, you are able to get the Shikuchi off, or you are able to get the time lapse off. Yes, I guess I mean yeah, silences hard counter weaver. So that's... if you get silence, then you probably need a BKB. Correct. That's the that's like the the single case. But like you know what I mean? If you're up against some hex. You have to like BKB in before and then go invis. In general, like yeah, it's a very yeah. weird, like uh, when you actually press this item type For of thing. For sure. All right, uh, that's Weaver. Good hero. Uh, play him. I think you just said at the start of the pod that he's not weak, but rather underpicked right now, and I would agree with that. Yeah, I just think he's like a, a little bit misunderstood, and I think that he's a, a hero that is like less favored than uh than other carries and that doesn't necessarily mean that he's like significantly worse or like in a really bad spot right now yeah i mean i think weaver's in a pretty good spot honestly like he used to like be in every game i think one or two patches ago and then he suddenly like he had a couple minor nerfs and people just like never pick him anymore but i think those minor nerfs are definitely not enough to make this like not a strong hero and and i think most most importantly he's also the like one of the only heroes that gets to run around at max movement speed like all the time true not many do anymore. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Yeah, that's Weaver. Uh, let's move on to Noobs as Noobs. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. All right. First question by Rex Cow. If Eternal Shroud active is up, what happens when affected by mana burn like EMP or Nyx? I mean, I think it just calculates the mana burn against the mana that you're gaining from the damage that that does. And then it, you know, tallies it up and yeah, that's it, right? So from my understanding, the damage determination occurs um, like, like this is my, this is my justification. The block happens after the damage is calculated. Hmm. So, if the block has already like like the the art the the I understand what you're getting at here, Rexcal, where like if you deal damage and then the mana goes up, you could potentially drain more mana than they had beginning, like to start with. But I don't think that's how it works. I think the mana is delivered like after the fact. Okay, I guess I just didn't get what he was getting at. <laughs> Yeah, it's like because the Eternal Shroud gives you mana. Yeah, the active. yeah. And so, it's if, imagine if you had like fifty mana and they oh, used that's what mana saying. burn on ah, you. All right, all right. Yeah, I would get you it. take more damage? Uh, probably not, right? No, I don't think so. But I think I think what will happen is it'll. I don't know if it'll drain your mana first or not because I don't know if that's in step with the damage. Um, it by the way. By the way, it looks like in the spell it should, but 
Um, if it is, then you will actually have more mana, probably, than what you had before, mm. depending on your total mana pool and remaining mana or whatever. Or just sure. remaining mana, I guess. All right. There's a chance for that. Uh, next question by Popo the Aztec. If you would, if you could compete in a summer Olympic sport and a winter Olympic sport, what would they be? Which Dota heroes would you choose to compete in the games for which he wins? Uh, I guess I'll start with this. Winter Olympics, it's for sure bobsledding. I always wanted to try bobsledding since I was like eight and saw it on the TV. That looks like so much fun. Yeah, th definitely bobsledding for me. And then the summer olympics one would be hammer throwing because when i used to do athletics i used to be pretty good at it and it's very fun so yeah that would be my choice i i would play for the summer olympics i would play uh volleyball <laughs> unsurprisingly and yeah, for the yeah. winter olympics i would play volleyball <laughs> no all right come on you know <laughs> do you know like not know a couple of winter olympic sports i mean no, I mean, I was, I, this is, um, I did some research and I saw this question because I, I don't know a lot of Winter Olympic sports, but at the Pyeongchang Olympics, there was, uh, snow volleyball. Really? Uh, supposedly. I've seen All right. this if article you say from so, Time about it. I will so, grant you this technicality. Son. So I think, I don't think it's like a, it's not an official Olympic sport, but it's like a... <laughs> an exhibition sport okay so Granted. they were considering it for 22 2022 i guess oh yeah cool uh which dota heroes would you choose to compete in the games to which he wins uh who would be good at bobsledding tusk. oh you know who tusk yeah tusk for sure he also has that little bird with the cosmetic the penguin that does like the sound and he's already kind of bobsledding in the animation for shards so he could probably teach Tusk a couple of really good tricks. That's true. Who would be good at hammer curl? Oh, obviously Dawnbreaker. She already is using a hammer. True. Obviously. And already throws it. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. For volleyball, it's like kind of tough to say. Like Hoskar is pretty imposing figure. Yeah. I could, could see also a good really jump. good at jumping. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Who else has like? Surfer vibes or surfer is vibes. exceedingly tall. Treant, Treant? excellent volleyball But he's player. slow. No, he's you don't slow. need. You could just be a mid, like, no, a, like no, just no, be no. a middle dude. Trees just be a middle... are not good with movement. I will deny that answer. <laughs> but uh, trees okay, are not I'm good with about... movement. That's literally what he says. He okay, but you're playing sixes indoor volleyball, and this guy is like eight or nine foot tall. You can't hit through the middle. It doesn't like, matter if he's eight or nine foot tall if he can't move his arms or like. You have five other players to cover the court. Like, all right, fine. if five other players are block. playing, then what's the point of him being there? Well, he's. It's like a. It's just for blocking, dude. I mean, I'm. I'm not going to explain to you the way organized volleyball works, but okay. this is a totally I, fine. I've played volleyball before. Circumstance, but I mean. I went all county. Like, I'm, I'm telling you how organized volleyball works. Like, obviously, it's not ideal. But, like, you cannot both, like, block and cover your own block oftentimes. And this this hero doesn't need to. He's just literally shutting down and saying, like, your middle is useless. Like, you can't hit into this guy. Okay. I will not give you my he's approval. Like four, he's, like, literally three feet wide. Like, how do you hit around that? I will not you give can't. you my approval 
uh, for this answer, but I will seize my disapproval. How about that? <laughs> okay. Nice. Next question by that Charlie. Clearly, there's no way that we're not going to have a patch in the next week. Ha! Good one. I'm getting dragged by my own listeners, too. Uh, but if and when it does, what are your predictions and what odds would you give on it turning up in between recording and publishing episode? Also, shall we run a sweepstake on patch notes review land? I mean, that's like a 99% chance of it uh dropping between recording and publishing episode. And that's also because they like to do patches on uh, Tuesdays and Tuesdays is usually the time when we release. And we record, we record like most often on like Sundays or Mondays, I'd say. Um, but what are our patch predictions? As I said, I think they're gonna change a couple neutral items like Flickr, for example, maybe Spell Prism, although I hope they don't touch Spell Prism that much. And then just a couple, like, bringing heroes in line. Like, Luna is probably going to get a small nerf. TA is probably going to get the biggest nerfs out of any hero. Uh, yeah, but overall, nothing, like, super major. Purge over under patch notes review length. How many hours? Oh, is that Purge's patch review, or is that ours? I mean... I mean, we don't do patch reviews for minor patches, so it's probably... Uh, three hours I think it's a more standard figure Yeah, three uh, hours three I'll hours. take the over over okay I'll take under yeah I think you're kind of crazy I think it's going to be a big patch no it's not going to be a huge patch not like I a mean, big big not patch, a, like a but... tiny patch it's not going to be like a lettered patch it's going to be a numbered patch for sure but yeah not a huge patch oh. I think new talents I don't think any reworked abilities, but I think new talents. I will, for a couple heroes, I could see that, yeah. Uh, okay, next question by Uncle Bourbon. How many four centiliter vodka shots does the average Scandinavian ancient player have to take before being able to play like an Archon and able to participate in Yield Ravens, Herald, Guardian, and Archon only tournament? The APV of the vodka is 40%. Uh... Do we have to explain the context here? Tried to have him stand in for my match. Yeah, this was. You this tried was to have me stand in as well. Essentially, but they the said premise. No. I whoa. Okay, do not even come mm -hmm. at me like that. I did not ask you to stand in at any point. You I mean, asked to stand yes, in several times and I got into the lobby because you didn't have anybody. <laughs> yeah, but you don't phrase it as you asked me to stand into the lobby and stand into the game and I was service for my boy, and it was denied by the enemy team. <laughs> I didn't just go there to stomp. Oh. <laughs> I was going to play position 5, dude. I didn't even want to stomp. But I sh it should be noted that Darkstorm was like, hey, A2K wants to play. And I was yeah, like, no, exactly. no. You said no? no? Man, no that's yeah, yes, you're like two ranks above these players. All right, never mind then. Uh, all right, how many shots does Bourbon need to drink? I know Bourbon can hold his liquor pretty well, so I will say five shots. I was going to say eight. Eight? That's a lot, dude. I think... A 40% Okay, before vodka? being able to play like an Archon, I don't like that statement. I think you have to you have to commit to the... It's not even... Okay, Bourbon may or may not have been drunk writing this. It's not Herald Guardian Archon. It's Herald, Herald Guardian yeah, Crusader. Yeah, um, so to play like a Crusader, I think it... Like, okay, like a Crusader, play, yes, eight shots is appropriate, I think, for him. I think to play like a Crusader, it's like five shots. I think you're right. But I think to play like the median player in the 
Herald Guardian Crusader, which is therefore a Guardian player. Mm. Like you, you should probably take eight. All right, yeah. To make I it fair, and an extra shot because Bourbon is probably a god gamer. I mean, we know sure. he's a god gamer. So yeah, that's the extra god gamer shot. Uh, cool. Next question by Popo the Aztec as well. Oh no, this is the three-part question actually by Mr. Fancy Pants. What hero won a 50-minute game with that build? Uh, Travels, Saint Janyasha, Aeon Disc, Manta, Silver Edge, BKB. I already know the answer to this, so this is uh, directed at you. Uh. Sir? CK. No. Um, Drow Ranger. Good try, but no. Mm. Alright, you will get... Abaddon. No. Huh. You will get two more guesses before I will tell. Naga Siren. No. Techies. No. Techies? Oh, come on. I that, that, that was my last, last lob, dude. I was just trying. All right. It's a 50-minute game. Who doesn't farm that much? It's not a lot of items, in my opinion. I mean, it's six Maybe slots. It is. It's six slots. Yeah, it's 50 minutes. Yeah. You're not a carry if you're not six-slotted at 50 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but I'm is six-slotted not a lot of items? It's literally the max you can get. Uh, but it's not, like, it's not like some Terror Blade or like some farm like fast farming hero that's going to get it like very naturally like i feel like the time like the time is supposed to be a hint to mm, me okay it feels like all right i will tell you not. it was axe that's all right i could have guessed that why did i thought that was gonna be more interesting yeah it's axe uh, apparently a guy in that game called bot number one just popped off with axe and built an aeon disc for some reason yeah, uh, that was That's the like question. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why? Aeon Disc on Axe? Because you're like, you jump in, take damage as like your disable, end as the way you deal damage, and if you take damage when you go in, you stop dealing damage. That's perfectly rational, but he was against the techies, which I think makes the Aeon Disc good. Okay. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, you didn't know that. No blame on you, obviously. Uh, yeah, that was the last question. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, thank you, Sam, for joining me, uh, blessing you, uh, blessing us uh, with your spirit and presence. Uh, follow at yes. We Like Dota on Twitter. Join our Discord server. Uh, any more shoutouts from you? Maybe no. something regarding your team. No. Okay, then. Oh, oh, you know what? Uh, yes. If you wanna, if you wanna join and be a, a, a professional stand-in for our team and our crusader below maybe if you play mid that'd be really cool nice all right uh join sam's herald guardian crusader league team here if you want to be coached by him and we will see you next week 